Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit WMWindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thinking. 1057 The Fan. Usually a Tuesday staple, but this week it's a Wednesday it's our week nine takeaways, and let's get started. Most predictable thing about this show. Number that? six. You taking us out of that break this way. That's staple. The people demand it. Yes, they do. We do this for the people, Jay. Everything we do. My we six. Do for you. My six is, is that uh, Brian Adams? Yeah. Uh, my number six is something that has made this list before, but this is for a completely different reason than before. Uh, and just the levels of of how broken the Packers are. And Aaron Rodgers coming into the game Sunday, he hadn't thrown two red zone interceptions in a game in his entire career. He threw three red zone interceptions against the Lions. The Lions held the Packers two to... Two in the first half alone. Yeah, yeah. The Lions held the Packers to nine points. But uh, but if you listen to Aaron Rodgers, me me I I me me I I everything's everybody else's fault. Uh, Packers broken. That's my six. My six breaks new ground as well, but in a different way. And that really didn't break any new ground for really scoring at home. Uh, but if you're scoring uh, at home, I didn't say it was new ground. I oh. said it's something that's been there before, but for a new reason. Number six is we broke Stone Cold Felts. Oh. We we talked so much about his losing streak, and frankly, I won't be Aaron Rodgers. Me. Sharing it on the national airwaves on Sunday mornings. We've now reached a point where you can't fade Feltz anymore. And of all the developments in the football world in week nine, I think that has to be noted, Stoney, among the top six. So that's my six. Number five. Five is Brady ain't dead yet, but Rodgers is. And this is at five because this is not revelatory at this point in time. But it's worth noting that on a day when all Rodgers had to do is score one more time against the worst defense in football and one of the worst modern defenses in football. I mean, they're giving up 32 points a game. The Lions were coming into that. You got to go back, I think, to the 19, 19, early 1970s to find a team that had 
done that every game that deep into a season or on a per-game average. And Rodgers could muster nothing while Brady did have a fourth-quarter comeback drive against the Rams that keeps them firmly in the driver's seat in the lowly NFC South. We are semi-sympatico. My five is don't leave an opening for Tom Brady, even at 45 years old. Uh, He got the ball back with 44 seconds left and no timeouts, and he just went down the field in 35 seconds. Somebody named Kate Otten had a big catch for 30-plus yards. Then he caught the touchdown. Uh, The Rams, they they aren't playing great football. Buccaneers aren't playing great either, but Buccaneers are probably going to win that lousy division. And Tom Brady, he went into the way-back machine on that final drive, got the Bucs a win. Number four. Number four, and I did my own research on this. The uh, Minnesota Vikings are the worst seven and one team ever. Like they can't blow out anyone. They almost lost the Commanders on Sunday. They are seven and one, and I don't think anybody believes in them. They also have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, but hey, they're going to win that division. He's got drip now. He does. I saw. I saw. My four is. Nobody does a tank job like Jim Irsay. I mean, you want to talk about a an epic tank job three weeks in the making that culminates finally after forcing a quarterback change and firing a coordinator who wasn't even calling plays to then firing Frank Reich, who had a winning record despite never having a quarterback around for more than five minutes. Um, and then you go to Jeff Saturday. You say, John Fox, nah. Gus Bradley, nah. Bubba Ventrone, who's been an interim coach for us before and, and uh, will probably interview for some head coaching jobs, if not this year, then soon. Nah. Let's get Jeff Saturday off his couch from Atlanta where he couldn't win games in high school. Let's have him come into this forest fire in week 10 with the Matt Ryan Mullen quitting on the team in the middle of the year and coaches up in arms. And let's see how Frank Reich's staff responds to this freak show with Jeff Saturday, who had no ambitions of being an NFL coach, now suddenly an NFL head coach. How do you think Reggie Wayne feels about that, for starters, on that staff? What a disaster. Can't hate to break it to you, but him having Stone Cold Felts nah. on the list, it's, it's going to be really it's a game tough changer. to beat him. It's, it's a game gonna, changer. It's going to be really tough Stoney to beat is a game changer. I mean, yeah. I, I, no one else went undefeated for us, or did you, Ken? I mean, he, he, was, he lost. You lost one. You didn't lost you? one. You went two and one. Uh, I went two and one last week. So he was the only undefeated. Yeah, yeah. He had the best record yes. out of all. It's worthy of re- it, recognition. It, it needs to be in the six. Yeah, pass. Stony Ballone, two zero oh, and one. I, I wonder how he follows that up. We're going to see this weekend. Number three. Patrick Mahomes is now the MVP frontrunner, and I don't think that's going to change much. Um, I don't expect Josh Allen to play this week, maybe even not the following week. Uh, It wasn't the prettiest win for the Chiefs, but my God, did Mahomes fill up the box score. I said this season, this summer, that I thought he would dabble with 50 touchdowns again, and and he will. Uh, He spreads it around to a bunch of different guys now. No Tyreek Hill. It doesn't really matter most weeks. And you saw what he could do with his legs. He wants to take any game over with his legs. He yeah. could. He just doesn't have to do it that often. Um, that's your front runner, and I think that's the guy. If the, if the Titans had somebody who could throw a pass in the second half, they might have won that football game, though. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes couldn't have done much no. more himself. No, I hear you. Uh, my three, and uh, I, I, I remember when Eric DaCosta said this. Pass rush, believe me, there's nobody that appreciates pass rushers more than me. How could we forget? Well, he's right. Look at the league leaders in pass rush. Matthew Judon, former Raven. 
Zadarius Smith, former Raven. Almost almost a Raven for life. Yes. Almost came back. Justin Houston, current Raven. All three have been in that building. He's seen them all. EDC absolutely knows pass rush. I, I got to give him credit. He knows it. Giro gives you an exclamation point. Number two. Uh, my number two is you go, Joe Mixon. Uh, five touchdowns. We've been talking for a while about Cincinnati and whether or not they, they've been able to get Joe Mixon going, activating Joe Mixon. They're running the ball, but he's not doing anything. So he rushes for a buck fifty and four touchdowns and catches another one, helping the Bengals blow out the Panthers. Yes, it's the Panthers, but still, five touchdowns. Deserves mention. Number two is East Coast bias. We all sat here for months talking about how the AFC West was going to be the best division in football and how the NFC West, you know, well, if Trey Lance is who they think he's going to be and, you know, Kyler got an extension and so did Cliff, like maybe that'll be, no, those divisions suck. Um, But the AFC East and the NFC East are the two best divisions in football. They're the deepest divisions in football. I mean, the worst team out of those two divisions is Stoney's commandos who give everybody a game lately and have a legit defense. I don't think we saw that coming, but we're pretty deep into the season now, and I don't think it, I don't think it's it's not going away. It's the, those are the those are the two best teams, best divisions of football. Number one, you know how they say every year in the NFL love mark. You know the NFL PR department, marketing department pushes this because they love this narrative because they love parody and it is true every year six teams in six teams out right there's gonna be six teams that made the playoffs last year that don't make it this year mm-hmm. and six new teams in we pretty much already know the six teams from last year who aren't making it again the rams no the cardinals hell yeah, no yeah. the packers forget about it the steelers uh-uh the raiders no way, no way. and the page and then like the patriots are the sick or candidate yeah. number six but like I think you can put an X through five already, and there's ample, you know, at least a couple of interesting candidates for six. We're already there. I know I've already lost, but my number one is uh, that there's uncertainty at the top of the AFC. You look at the Bills, they just lost to the Jets, and what's going on with Josh Allen's elbow? And as I mentioned when you were talking about Mahomes, who did throw for 450 and one tutty, if the Titans had a quarterback that could throw the ball in the second half of that game, the Chiefs lose at home to the Titans. They beat them in overtime. We, we thought it was a, a certainty that those two teams were the two best teams in the AFC, but now all of a sudden maybe there's a crack of an opening as far as possibly the number one seed in the AFC. That is the number one takeaway. Way to take down the ginger gorilla. You should have had Stone in there. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that was just – but, no, I, I think it's worth mentioning that – the NFC West, AFC West were seen as the two best divisions in football and their dumpster fires. And then the AFC East and NFC East were seen as two of the worst divisions in football. And it that's why we always do the exercise. That's why they play the games, both. That's, that's why right. they play the games. But we always do the exercise, you know, wins, losses, when the schedule comes oh, out yeah. in April. And you just never know. And going off last year's records where it's strength the schedule it's it's all bs because th- there's so many things that you can't predict and also gotta have the colts on there um nah, i talked so. enough about the colts uh, dude, <laughs> come on this <laughs> is ridiculous that's a stench that's a freak that, show that's, that's a stench that i didn't want anything to do with that's even a low for them right yeah, it's disgusting <laughs> it's hey bad <laughs> coming it's up bad. next let's uh 
jump to Pittsburgh. Northern exposure. We get to hear from Mike Tomlin. What's he think about this team and their offense, and can they get better? Mike Tomlin is going to tell Harris, us. Harris, maybe getting benched. Yeah, that's next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Northern Exposure on Inside Access. Sponsored by Plaza Ford. See why customers have trusted Plaza Ford for more than 85 years. Get quality vehicles and superior service at Plaza Ford. Bel Air Road in Bel Air or online at plazaford.com. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman traverse the AFC North. 105.7 I think we can get better in all areas and not just offensively, but in all three phases. But specifically as it pertains to the offense, we spent a lot of time talking about how we're dividing the labor up and, and who we're choosing to, to feature and what component of play and, and how much we're choosing to, to feature people. And obviously, when you go to a trade circumstance like we did with Chase, that creates a a real avenue to have some of those discussions in terms of the distribution of playmaking opportunities and who works what areas of the field, et cetera. And so feel really good about the work that we were able to get done in that component or or at least in, 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 in those discussions. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, talking about his offense. Actually, all three phases of the game. When you're th- when you're two and six, it's not just the offense or the defense or special teams that that are the problem. It's probably a little everything. But Jason, can this offense? He mentioned the trade of Chase Claypool with Kenny Pickett and that O line. How much better can this offense get? We were talking before the show. I saw a stat in some of the CBS research I was looking over. Was it in the last twenty five years? Only three quarterbacks have just two touchdowns and what was it eight or more interceptions in their first I mean in the case of accuracy here just give me a second I think it is eight interceptions for Kenny Pickett but Mike Tomlin talking about the distribution and touches and I think that's where I was going Najee Harris he sucks guys I mean I get that the offensive line is bad but here's a couple stats that I saw on Twitter this morning. Najee Harris has 132 catches. He has 12 plays of 10 or more yards. Jalen Warren, 41 touches, 13 plays of uh, 10 yards or more. And Tomlin kind of indicated that Warren's going to be featured more. Yes. And, and he's much more explosive. There's a play that sticks out to me in the Eagles game where Najee Harris catches a ball near the sidelines on a third and three, and he's just dancing around while Eagles defenders bear down. Bro, run forward. Run yeah. forward, man. And and first-round pick at running back when they had so many needs in 2021 was, didn't make any sense. The picket stat was uh, in, the, in the last 25 years, the only rookie quarterbacks to be this deep in a season, which is – Two or fewer touchdowns and eight or more interceptions. Alex Smith's rookie year and Ryan Leaf's yeah. rookie year. That's not good. And they're going to be picking pretty high. Yeah, Jason, I want to go back to that again because, you know, it's assumed that Kenny Piggy took him the first round. He's the guy. But with with uh, the Ohio State and Alabama Stroud and and, uh, and Bryce Young and then the kid Levis from Kentucky. I like, mean, the Tennessee kids had a couple Hooker. of not great games, but like... He's 25 he, years old. He, but he, he might stand out in yeah. the evaluation process once well, we get to the combine and all that. Yeah, like if Kenny Pickett continues to struggle, 
Can you just with certainty that's that's going to be a tough decision for the uh, Omar Khan and that? Well, they're going to uh, have front office. You, you have to always be evaluating a class of quarterbacks as if you need one because you you may need one next week because an injury strikes or whatever, and they may just be better than what you have. I, they don't look. You look at the pattern of behavior in that organization, and you would say they would be one of the least likely teams to do what the Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. did a couple of years ago. And they took Rosen even higher, right? Yeah. They took Rosen like 10th overall, yeah. punted on him for Kyler Murray, first overall, a year later. Like, I don't think it's in their fabric. I don't think it's in their DNA. But, yeah, I mean, if they all collectively fall in love with somebody in that group more than they love Kenny Pickett at the end of this season, I, I, I think it would be... It would it, it you'd be remiss not to at least go strongly down that evaluating road and then see where it leads you. Oh, it would be dumb for them to not do their due diligence there. And I don't want to completely dismiss Kenny Pickett. He could be a rock star. He's on a mm. bad football team. But when it comes to this, the Steelers haven't drafted that high in forever since they selected Ben Roethlisberger in the 2004 draft. I, you got to be willing to do whatever. And if Kenny Pickett is in this year's draft, is he a first-round pick? I mean, he was in a draft where there was one quarterback selected yeah, in the first yeah. two rounds. So I, I think that plays a factor, too. The, the other thing about them is, as well, though, like they held on to Ben too long. Yep. They've gotten long. They, the offensive line's been an issue forever. They've gotten a little long in the tooth on D-line. The reboots really kind of the rebuild starting now because we're, we're we're basing this exercise on them being one of the worst teams in football. If they don't fall in love with a quarterback, I think that would be a team that would be both arms come and get come. We're yeah. we're second overall. We're th- come up here oh, and get yeah. your quarterback. We need a lot of picks. Like we're not that close. Like and if we think this quarterback can win, we we need we need picks this year. We need picks next year. I could see them in that mode. Um, but maybe they do fall in love with another quarterback. I mean, I, I, we'll see. I think it's deeper than just Pickett. Your last two first-round picks are Pickett and Najee Harris, right? It, it, yeah. Like, If Najee Harris is going to get benched for Jalen Warren, you, and, and you've got all these needs, it, 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 that's that's not that's not good. Well, no. I, and, and I think it goes, you know, even deeper than that with uh, – uh, the Steelers, where Claypool was their top pick in the second round, and Devin Bush in 2019, the year prior. They haven't drafted that well in recent years, and they haven't had much postseason success at all over the past few years. And I think it's just starting to catch up to them right now, oh, where yeah. they've had a bunch of missteps. Inside access here on a Wednesday. When we come back, man, we got to do it early because uh, somebody's you, already yeah, in Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm out Friday. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. point that out. It'll be yeah. myself, yours truly, <laughs> and Cordell Woodland yeah. on, on Friday. Friday. And I'll be back, and Tim will be back on Monday. <laughs> we'll see. Bye week. Yes, we, we shall see if I'm not in like the, pir- a- the Pirates might get you in Nashville. <laughs> they, 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 the they didn't get you on the cruise, but they could be coming for you landlubbers and. Nashville. Do pirates exist in Virginia, you think? Uh, I think you're good. I'm mm-hmm. good, okay. Well, bounce back, fall back with your host, T-Bone, coming up next here on The Fan. <laughs> Inside Access. 
Are you team bar soap or team body wash? Oh, that's a good question. I just think the bar soap cleanses you better. Yes. To be honest with you. Yes. Lock and Fora, Weinman, and Barbalace. I've always liked body wash. 1057 The Fan. You know what that music means. It's bounce back, fallback with your host, T Bone Tim Barbalace. It was not pretty last night, guys. It was bad, as some people would say. It was bad. Let's start it out. Ravens receivers had 13 catches in the prior game. Bounce back, fallback. They have 14 or more this week. There were five catches. <laughs> by receivers Monday night against the Saints. Ken, you fell back. Jason, you bounced back. You said 14. Mm. Not good there. Devin, du- Devin Duvernay. What was I smoking? Devin Duvernay, three or more carries. Jason, you bounced back with four. Ken, you bounced back. You said three in the first half. Ooh. He had the same amount of carries as all of us yes, combined. So yeah. No points there. Roquan Smith, 10 or more tackles. Ken, you bounce yeah. back. Jason, you bounce back as well. You said 12 tackles, two tackles for a loss, both of them on Taysom Hill. None of that happened. It was five tackles. Deshaun Jackson, 30-yard reception. No, you fell back. Yeah. You said his high would be 17 yards, so you were actually close on that one with 15. Yeah. Ken, you bounce back. You said one catch for 41 yards. So I'm winning. There was. The, no, it's no, tied. Yeah, I tied, uh, at you got to, uh, tied at one. And well, then tie the, goes to me. Yes. So and I'm of course. And yeah. then the, we, we know that. And yeah. then the two Terps questions. Jalen Smith, last two games. It's been ugly for him. Four for 18 from the floor. 11 points. Bounce back, fall back. He'd score 11 or more points against Cordell Woodland's Heat. Can you bounce back? Jason, you fell back. Six points, four rebounds, and you you said he'd have a tech. Which I did. That's, I did. That's very extreme. He was 0 for 3 from the floor. He had a donut. Oh, wow. One one rebound, no tech. Ew. No tech that no, night. I'm glad he didn't have a tech. Kevin Herter. I just could go where it takes me. Kevin Herter, he was hot from three this year, had been. Four threes in five of his seven games. He does it again, gets his average of four assists as well against the Magic. Jason, you bounced back. You said five threes, 18 points, six assists, two defensive rebounds. And you also went on to say three of the five threes yes. from the base. Yes. <laughs> Which I went back. Thankfully, ESPN. They have the shot game chart. Cast, they do have the shot chart. Can you bounce back as well? It was a fallback. He had nine points, one defensive rebound, mm-hmm. three for six from three. Zero of those three-point attempts no from the baseline. That's a shame. He did have two assists. He didn't get the memo. <laughs> he didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> so this week with the Ravens being off, I figure why not? Let's do some AFC North Bengals on a bye, some Steelers, Browns. By the way, Jason won this week, correct? Yes, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Woo-hoo. Not a good win, but it's a win nonetheless. Hey, they it's... all count the same. That's right. Jason, we'll start with you. Kenny Pickett, who we were just oh talking boy. about. He's yet to throw two touchdown passes in a game this season. Well, yeah, because he's only thrown two all year. <laughs> That's a good point. Bounce back, fall back. He throws two touchdowns, at least, against the Saints. Uh, Kenny Pickett will have two touchdowns, Bone. But one will be a scramble on the ground. Okay. He'll throw for one touchdown. He will throw two picks. One rushing. If, if memory serves, picks. Lamar didn't throw two touchdowns against it. The Saints defense is good. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett's not good. The He's Steelers not. O-line, not good. 
I'm falling back on this one. Mike Tomlin, he didn't rule out the possibility of giving Jalen Warren some more touches. Bounce back, fall back. He has more carries, carries than Najee on Sunday. Ken. Oh, this is a toughie. You know what? I'm just Najee Harris doesn't look right, so I'm going to no. bounce back. I think Jalen Warren has more carries. Warren will have more touches, but not more carries. Oh, that's a fallback. That, that is interesting because yeah. Najee, you know, he can catch a few. Yeah, okay. More touches, not. Okay. Next up, Dolphins. They play the Brownies. They're 15th in rushing yards allowed per game. Nick Chubb last time out had 101 rushing yards against Cincinnati. Jason, bounce Boom. back, fall back. Chubby. He runs for over 125. Nick Chubb will run for 116 yards. He will have one rushing touchdown. Hmm. After that rushing touchdown, <laughs> he will give the ball to a fan nice. in the second row. Wow. Behind the end zone, not the first row. Ah, Usually they just go to the first yeah, row. He's but don't be a, don't be yeah. a chub. There'll be a guy to chub row. kid in a chub jersey in the second row. Yeah. So he's throwing. He will reach a but no, he'll, he'll kinda like lob it above the adult to the to the guy in the second row. He's strong. Uh, it's like a shovel pass. You can't hand it off mm. past the first row. Someone's going to take it. That depends it from how him. high the wall is. Uh, I'm, I, I'm I'm falling back because the Dolphins <laughs> are going to score that a lot of points, and, and the Browns are going to have to abandon the running game. So I'm falling back. He's not getting a buck twenty. Uh, just wait. The NBA. It's coming up. Going back to the two touchdown well here. Jacoby Brissett. He's thrown two touchdown passes once versus the Steelers this year. He's going to throw for two. Against the Dolphins, Kent. <sighs> Dolphins defense did not look great against the Bears last week. I think they bounce back. Jacoby Brissett falls back. No, Ooh. not two touchdowns. His he's been he's completing like over seventy five percent of his passes the last couple of weeks, well. but it hasn't. But not a lot of passing touchdowns. But you know what, Bone? I, I say he does have two passing touchdowns in this game. One to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh. And one to Kareem Hunt. Not Amari Cooper, huh? Jones. You, you heard what I said. Ah, I you just, heard me. Don't he seems question. to love throwing to Amari Cooper. Well, Jason loves bounce back, fall back with NBA. Any G League? And that's no G League. Is it started? I think it started. <laughs> Luka Doncic. <laughs> He is averaging 36 points per game, That's Jason. A lot. Yeah, he's good. Bounce back, fall back. The Wiz. Ooh. Hold him to under that total tomorrow night. Uh uh. 44 points. He will shoot over 50% from the field. His team will be victorious by 13 points. That was a lot. He will not have a tech. I wrote it all down. We're good. He might. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not, not rolling it out. Just to be clear, for those scoring at home, uh, yes. I I am not weighing in. On, I'm not feeling a tech pro or con right now. I'm <laughs> I'm laying out of the tech department. What's Can't the I, he, so much there? What's the number again? 
<laughs> I wrote a paragraph yeah. in my email. What's the number? He's averaging 36 points oh, per so game. Wizards hold him to under that. That's yeah, a fallback. He's going to have over 36. Okay. And uh, we got to get the Kenny's six. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, Tyrese Maxey, four for 18 shooting. Wow. Last time out against the Suns, he's Jeez. averaging. They won that game, though. He's averaging 23.6 points per game. Ken, he gets 24 or more tomorrow night against the Hawks. Oh, book it, Dano. It's a reference you don't get. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't he, either. It's uh, uh, in the Dragnet. Oh, uh, okay. I guess. You know, book him, yeah, Dano. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah, Dragnet? Yeah. I didn't think it was Dano, though. I thought it was something else. Uh, I think it was... But, What's Dragnet? Well, Dragnet was just like the what facts, the naked man. gun was sort of based uh, off yeah, of. Drag- right? Maybe it was uh, Hawaii Five-0 was Bookham Dano. It was one of those old shows. Bookham Dano. Oh, it, it comes it, up on yeah. Google. Uh, Bookham Dano. Is it Hawaii Five-0? Dragnet? What was it? It's not... It, is it... Am I completely... D-A-N-N-O. Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0. I was not. I didn't watch Hawaii Five-0. Dragnet was just the facts, man. Yeah. I'm going to say bounce back for my man, Tyrese Maxey. Jason. Uh, Gigi got me distracted there. What was the number again there? Uh, uh, 24 or more. He was 4 for 18 from the floor last time mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Against the Hawks, he's playing tomorrow. He'll have 18 points. Wow. That's it? Any assists? Trey Young will go for 45. Wow, in a Trey Hawks. Young, not even. In <laughs> a Hawks victory. 40 points. Man. <laughs> Atlanta will lead by six at the half, and they will finish that game victorious, Bone, by 11 points. My favorite Bone, the victorious Bone. Victorious uh, by 11. I, I'm, I got to read this one back. There's a lot going on. Yeah, make sure you got it accurately. 18 points. It's and not then, a stenographer. And then somehow Trey Young gets involved. Trey Young with 40 points. Atlanta's going to lead by six at half, finish victorious by 11. There you go. Well done, Bone. Inside Access here on a Wednesday. Remember Ray Rice joining us at the top of the next hour. But coming up next, a little purple rain in the forecast. And should uh, the Giro haters calm down a little bit? Uh, I think Giro deserves a little credit. We'll discuss next here on The Fan. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at LifeMed Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410-575-1200 or go to LifeMedInstitute.com and boost your defense. Jason, we talked about this at the top of the show and coming off Monday Night Football where, quite frankly, the Ravens didn't throw the ball well, but Radford... Well over 100 yards in the second half and 188 yards in the game. And the one touchdown pass Lamar threw was just an absolutely great play call and a work of art. I think it's time that Greg Roman, who has been the bane of a lot of fans' existence, maybe it's fair to throw him some flowers. Well, look, I I, I feel like I've probably been the G-Road defender of this group more than maybe everybody else. And I've I've tended to sort of, I guess, I don't know, give him the benefit of the doubt or or look at the entire situation he's been dealing with at any snapshot in time and say, you know, I, I think he's he's mostly making chicken 
salad out of chicken, you know what, and he's accentuating what they do really well. And this whole evolution thing in the past game, I mean, maybe it happens at some point, but it's kind of, you know, one of the prerequisites would be somebody who can win all the time on the outside, which is just, he's never had that. I don't know when he'll have that. I don't know if he'll have that, him or Lamar. So, yeah, I think when you look at where they were at the start of the season and questions at left tackle, questions at center, questions at running back, questions at wide receiver, questions at tight end behind Andrews, it's the offensive roster. You had Lamar. Mm -hmm. You had Ricard. You had Andrews. You got a pretty good right side of the line, and everything else was like, I don't know. Well, for them to be where they are now, and yes, personnel getting healthy has been a big part of it, and guys growing into some roles, but I, I grade him very highly, and I, I don't know how he would be lower than a B for anybody. I, I just don't. They're the best running team in the NFL again. They're leading the league in yards per carry, and Lamar's running fairly significantly less than he has in years past, and they've never had have – have Edwards and Dobbins even been active Not for together. the same game? No. no. And Dobbins doesn't look like Dobbins, mm-hmm. and Gus looked like Gus, and then he's gone after two games. Like, nah, man, I, I give G-Row his due. You have to, and and I think you really almost have to grade him on a curve considering all of those obstacles at the beginning of the year, and now they're healthy, and the offensive line is really humming, and the run game is really humming as well, and I think they've found the identity, and that's 2019, where they're just wearing down teams to where the second half, that's where they're getting the bulk of their rushing yards and Monday night doing that without your top guys I felt like he called a great game and has he been flawless no no coordinator is but we do have a poll up regarding this it's brought to you by Ortho Maryland they're here when you need them offering urgent walk-in care same-day appointments don't wait in an ER or urgent care go straight to the experts at Ortho Maryland. As long as we've been doing this show, a vocal element of Ravens flock has been calling for G-Row's head. Seems to us the offensive coordinator has been worthy of immense credit for this offense, especially now. What do Ravens fans think of him now? How would you grade him? B, 56.6%. C, 20.1%. A, 15.3%. D, Eight percent. Yeah, we we had uh, we were nitpicking about what how you grade uh, like the offense, but Greg Roman calling this offense with you know Jason, you articulated just a minute ago all of the it's it's not a flawless offense. He's been missing a lot, and they're winning football games, and, and even in the games they've lost, they've had double digit leads. Like he yeah. should get credit for that. The offense has been like Miami. They they didn't lose because they couldn't score points, right? <laughs> And Jason, I think it's also because of how he's evolving as a play caller where you got Kurt Warner, you got Steve Smith, you have so many pundits calling him out where you're seeing things that we hadn't seen the first three years of his tenure where more plays under center and and the trickeration, Patrick Ricard direct snap, Mark Mm -hmm. Andrews direct snap, pitching a ball to Lamar Jackson. Not that you're seeing a ton of screens, but you're seeing more jet sweeps to Duvernay. You're seeing a lot of different things this year. All very commendable. Absolutely. And I'm interested to see... What happens when Andrews is back and Gus is back? And he's got, uh, granted, this is not the greatest show on turf, but he's going to have more weapons at his disposal and how he chooses to do that. And 
let's face it, Lamar Jackson, who I still think is an MVP candidate because you don't win games without him, but he hasn't been at his best over the last few weeks and left a couple on the field on, on Monday night. If he plays better, and I mean throwing the football, that only means better for this team. And that's a good point, and I don't want to poo-poo on Lamar Jackson, but Greg Roman can't complete that pass to Tylen Wallace where he's butt naked yeah. down the sideline against the yeah. Bengals. And uh, Jameson Hensley, who covers the Ravens for ESPN, 19.3% off target rate, seventh worst in the league for Lamar Jackson. And again, they're winning these games because of him. I don't want to take anything away from Lamar, but if he does get more accurate, then the sky could be the limit for this offense, Jason. Yeah, um, he has things to work on. His accuracy has certainly been off. There's not, uh, again, I think some of these guys he he probably doesn't fully trust. He would never admit it. Um, and, and look, they're telling you, these last two second halves are telling you who they are. That's that is what they are at their core. They might not need to do that for sixty minutes against everybody, especially with the kind of schedule they have coming up. But when the chips are down, that's what they do. That's who they are offensively. Inside access here on a Wednesday. When we come back, we've talked a lot about the game, but what did Ray Rice think about what he saw Monday right Monday night? The former Ravens running back joins us next here on the fan. Inside inside. With Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.